What would you recommend to someone who does live in another state and they can't find someone like Arizona Entrepreneurs locally? What would you tell that person? Start it. That's what I'd say too, man. Because that's what I did. Because that's I, great. I, yeah, because I couldn't really find that out here, honestly. And, and I don't say this in a bad way, but a lot of the organizations and events and like stuff that I would go to out here, like I was by far the youngest person in the room by probably mm-hmm. a couple decades, and so. It just seemed like there wasn't like a very fresh, innovative organization for the entrepreneurship community. A lot of it was like stale and boring and transactional. That was the the differentiation that I noticed. So, so yeah, you got to go and start it. I love it. I think that's the way <laughs> to go, hit buddy. Me, hit me up and I'll help you. Treading water is the same as drowning to people like you and me. You better start swimming. Welcome to I'm the One Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Green. Hey, we've got Devin Butler here today. Devin, great to meet you. I'm excited to talk about what you're working on and how uh, you're able to bring a community of entrepreneurs here in Arizona together. So pleasure to have you on the podcast. Of course, man. I appreciate you having me here. Excited to dive in. I love the young guys with all the energy trying to, to start something on their own and build yeah. a, a community, which I think is really underserved in the entrepreneurial space. So tell me a little bit about Arizona Entrepreneurs. Yeah. So what Arizona Entrepreneurs consists of today is it's a it's a community for business owners here in the state of Arizona. And really the way in which we've created it is centered around the focus of networking and building relationships. Because like early on in my journey, I was trying to get started off in, in different business ventures. And I, I realized very, very early on that it was super important that I start to build relationships with people I can collaborate with, mentors, coaches. I knew I just needed to be in an ecosystem of entrepreneurs. And that's like what what sparked the idea to create it. But the the core focus is definitely the connection side. So helping people to build relationships and then also supporting them and growing and scaling their companies by bringing on some amazing guest speakers, coaches, people to really educate and empower our members with the proven model and blueprint to scale a business. Because I, I know you've done a lot in the business space. And once you start to to get involved with that, you realize that it's, it's oftentimes like a lot of simple principles that you have to implement in your, into your company to start seeing results. Now, that's awesome to hear. It's really, really hard as a solopreneur, especially when you're getting started, right? If you, if you don't have a team or you don't have financial backing, how do you get started? You know, how do you find different angles? Do I spend my money here? Do I go down this path? Should I advertise here, right? So there's all these new questions. So exactly. how do you guys work? Do you guys get together once a month or how does the, the program work? Yeah, so there, there's a couple different memberships and ways that we support entrepreneurs. So we have our networking events. We do those every single month. And the best way to look at that is just like a, a big room full of entrepreneurs in like a cool environment. We always make it very experiential, but there's typically around like 200 to 300 business owners at those events every month. So it brings out a ton of business owners from across the valley. And then in addition to that, we have our inner circle mastermind. So that's for businesses that have hit six figures and above. And that's like our high level mastermind to bring people together that are going through similar challenges and to just create that, to foster that environment of high level entrepreneurs that are really looking for proximity with other people they can collaborate and do business with. And with the inner circle, we also do a a private mastermind every single month. So that's a monthly thing as well that we do in person. Let's dive into the, the two to 300 people. Where do you guys hold those at? Is it just a local hotel? So it, it depends. Our, our one coming up next week, our three-year anniversary events at Hotel Valley Ho in Scottsdale. Oh, yeah. So that's a cool spot. But we do them all around the valley, um, like a few, like ex-Phoenix. Um, we, yeah, we've done, we've done like a, a lot of different venues. But it's typically like Phoenix, Scottsdale area, East Valley, and just like a big venue that's aesthetically pleasing. That's an important factor to me. I don't like just being in a room with white walls and something that, that isn't like the right atmosphere. But yeah, just a cool venue that, that fits the right number of people. And we just get together and just see how we can support one another. How do you charge for those events? 
So the the networking events is fifty dollars for an event ticket. Okay. Um. So fifty to attend those events, and then we also have a m- different membership options. And when you're a member of Arizona Entrepreneurs, like all of that stuff's included. So all the events, you get to bring a guest with you, and oh, nice. we have some additional like online resources. Oh, that's really cool. And then yeah. so you've got the tiered structure, which you see a lot in these in these kind of information community building exactly. uh, businesses. So you've got the funnel at the top of your funnel. You've got the two. How many how many are in the actual group overall? Would you say so? It's two to three hundred each meeting, but yeah. Overall, what's your list look? like so list like we have we have over like ten thousand contacts and like our email and phone number list so we have like a big list because over the last over the last three years of building this community we've we've had five thousand different people in person at our events so wow. there's been like that's a big, impressive man it's, it's cool man it's cool to like see the community coming together and more importantly like seeing the actual like transformation and results that are coming from being in an environment like that um, but yeah, as far as our actual membership base with inner circle and our, our lower ticket, our networking pass membership, we have right around a hundred members. Okay. And then the events, um, like I said, 200 to 300 people, like there's probably 200 people there that aren't members, you know? Okay. Yeah. And then you said the inner circle is about a hundred people. Yep. And is, is that, how do you charge for the inner circle? So the, so we have our networking pass and then our inner circle and our networking pass is our lower ticket funnel. And with that, we ha- it's $49 a month. So the price of one event ticket, you get to come to the event, you get to bring a guest with you, you get like a ton of additional resources as far as like coaching and online stuff. So we, we just made that offer a no-brainer to get people fully immersed in the Smart. community versus just coming to one event here, wait eight months, come again, because then it's hard to really get the value and to pull a lot from the community when you're when you're not like fully engaged. So that's like how we've um, maintained, you know, keeping in contact with our members. And then, um, our inner circle, that is a six month investment. So it's a six month commitment to be a part of the inner circle. And that's 2,900 for six months, but that covers all the experiences and events that we're doing every month, which is a lot higher end stuff than like a big scale network. What does that look like? Like what is a, what does a typical like inner circle event look like? So we, we alternate between doing, between bringing on a guest speaker, um, doing like a high end dinner and then also doing an activity like something fun. So an okay. example, what that will look like. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with like Cole Gordon or Joe Polish. Joe Polish, or, yeah. okay, Joe. Yeah, Genius Network. Yeah, so yeah. we did we did one of them at the Genius Network headquarters where we we did like a live Q and A with Joe and like gave out his book to all of our members and stuff. So awesome. that was like an example of a guest speaker one. Um, for the like fun activity, we've done like a Suns game. We we mm-hmm. did like this pontoon boat cruise and. And just like getting our members together to do fun stuff in the community, but also building those relationships with one another. And then as far as the dinner, we've done like STK, the W, just like different high-end restaurants in Scottsdale, Phoenix area, just coming together, breaking bread together and seeing how we can support one another. Do When you do special experiences, do they pay separately for that or is that already included? That, in that's the, included in the cost. In the 2900 yeah, Exactly. That's pretty cheap. It is. I mean, for six months, I mean, it's... Basically 500 bucks a month. Yeah. Right. So 500 bucks a month and you get everything all included. There's no other nickel and diming after that. Exactly. That's, I mean, that, honestly, that seems a little cheap. It is. So I think it's a very fair value. I'd say, mm-hmm. um, one thing, and I'm in a couple groups, uh, specifically e-commerce groups. Uh, there's a big one called MDS, 550 people. Okay. And then I started a co-founded a, a smaller mastermind. We've got 11 core members in it and we get together three times a year. Um, how do you balance the growth aspect of it because you want more people yeah but also the challenge of getting too large then you don't you lose that intimacy right how do yeah. you think about that so the way in which i think about it is I, I think there is like a critical mass point to where it's like you can't scale beyond that so to clarify we have around 100 members in total in both both memberships okay inner circle we're more around like 30 so it's okay. still an intimate group within the inner circle but i, I would say like the critical mass point is probably like right around 100 people just because 
with all the experiences, you have to assume that like 30 to 40% of the people aren't going to make it to every okay. single month. So that would be around 50 to 60 people at events to where I think that's like probably max to where it still maintains that intimate feel and it is different from just like a big scale event. So that's kind of the metric and the number we have in our mind. But from there, like once you exceed that number, then you have to get creative, whether you create different chapters or different groups within the inner circle. So we haven't crossed that bridge yet, but I would say like that, that metric, that number for us is probably right around a hundred people. Yeah. I think the challenge really is that in my experience, it, people go to a mastermind or an event and they want to just kind of take sometimes, yes. not everybody. Yes. Some people get like that and they get that mode where I'm paying then I want to just show up and take, right? Yeah. How do you think about that? And, and and do you think about that in terms of getting everybody to contribute? Because really the mm -hmm. value of a mastermind or any type of group is the sum of all parts, right? Exactly. It's, it's one plus one equals three. Mm -hmm. How do you think about that? Or how do you keep everybody involved and engaged with that? No, that's a really good point. That's something that we're like continuing try, to try to optimize. So I launched the inner circle January of 23. So it's okay. been less than a year, like building this portion of Arizona entrepreneurs. But we do a lot to like get our members to engage. So like a lot of the masterminds and experiences that we're doing, we're putting me our members in a small group to talk okay. about specific areas. So they're all providing value and support to one another in those small breakout groups. But I think there is, that's like one of the, our core identity and like the thing that the, the message that we're constantly trying to feed into our community is servant CEOs. Mm. And I, nobody says it better than Joe Polish. Like, I don't know if you read his book, what's in it for them. I think um, I, I think he sent me a oh, or, did he? Uh, he, Dan Sullivan. I'm in strategic okay. coach. Yeah. So Dan's in his program. So I think Dan gave us all a book when nice. it came out. He sent it out to us. Nice. Great book. But Joe, Joe like hit that on the head as far as like, uh, he, he always says like a comment, like most people are tuned into the radio station, WIFM, like what's in it for me? What can I get from this? And they have that taker energy as far as just trying to take, take, take. And instead like changing that concept to what's in it for them. How can I add value to this person? So that's like our, our servant CEOs is like, how can we serve, add value to one another and really be of support within this community? So we're, we're constantly trying to like integrate that framework and dynamic to make sure our members are all abiding by that. But it's it's interesting because even with the big scale networking events, like I feel like so many people think of networking events and have like a bad taste in their mouth because yeah. they've been to those experiences where it's transactional. People are just yeah. throwing business cards, trying to sell them on different things. And we've created a really cool culture to where people show up with the intention of like, who can I collaborate with here? How can I, how can I support someone else? How can I build relationships that are going to be mutually beneficial? So that's just constantly what we're trying to preach within our community to where people aren't just showing up with a handout, but instead like, how can I add value to this community? Yeah, a couple of thoughts on that one. It's funny. I, I learned that I learned the acronym with them. What's in it for me mm -hmm. about more than 20 years ago, I worked at Charles Schwab and I was teaching classes where I, you have to pass a series seven exam to become a stockbroker. Mm -hmm. And so after I passed it, I, I decided to teach a class at Schwab for a little while. I was like your age. And I was like, I, I think I can do this. This will be fun. And they had you go through a, a like a, a instructor course. Mm -hmm. And that's what they focused on. The entire course was what's in it for me. What's in it for them? Like, well, they don't care about you really. They care about what's, what they want to do, what they're trying to achieve. Right. Yep. And I think that's a, a really key concept. You always think about it. I always try to think about everything from the other person's perspective. Like, how are they seeing this? Even like Amazon, we saw on Amazon, like how does Amazon want us to act? How does Amazon want us to work with them? Like how do we make it easy for them to say yes to us? And that's how I, a really great approach, whether it's an interpersonal relationship, yeah. whether it's a business relationship or, or whatever it might be. Have you considered doing anything? And we're just, I'm just spitballing yeah. ideas here. Have you thought about anything like a gamification system or anything like that? And like you earn points or leadership or credit or something around adding value. So if mm. somebody adds value, then they move up. 
right? Yeah. Or they get more access to other things because I think you want to find a way. It's hard when people make good money. Like yeah. the more money you make, a lot of people are less likely to put and contribute their time and energy to other people because they're busy. They've yeah. got all these opportunities, right? Have you thought about gamifying in any way? It's, that's a really good question. And, and I'm always open to ideas and feedback. So let me know if you have some good ideas for sure. it, but we, so we, we use a platform called school. Okay. Um, that, that's what we like run our entire back end, like our membership platform on, and they have a gamification process on there. And basically you could, it, it like ranks people based on their engagement within the community. So how many videos did they watch? How much are they posting in the community? Love things it. like that. So we have talked about internally with our team about implementing some gamification there as far as like members that are ranked in the top three, give, giving them something or doing some type of give back for those members that are constantly contributing to the community. But we haven't like fully implemented a gamification process. So it's definitely still something at the top of the mind that we're figuring out the best. Is school the Sam Ovens company? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I heard him on a podcast recently talk about his school and he, cause he was, used to be the consulting guy. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so now he, he went the software route, which is genius, obviously yeah. better margins and, and a lot more enterprise value. Um, one thing we've done in our uh, mastermind that's worked really, really well, it's called no BS is that uh, we force rank, which is not a fun conversation, generally speaking, but let's say we've got 15 people at the event. Uh, we're generally between about 11 to 15 people. Mm -hmm. And what we'll do is you have to force rank. So at the end of the, at the end of the event, a couple of days, uh, you have to rank, you rank yourself first and you rank everybody else two through 15. And then we get the aggregated results and you can tell really quickly, like, Hey, listen, your average ranking was second. Amazing. Your average ranking was 14th. Nobody really thought you had a lot of value here and, and not in a shaming way, but really yeah. like, Hey, this is where everybody think, you know, cause some people don't have a awareness or aren't perceiving themselves correctly. Exactly. So it's like, Hey, we're just giving feedback to you. And the whole goal, I mean, the dream scenario is everybody's in the middle, right? It never looks like that, by the way, it's always a barbell. Mm -hmm. It's always heavily weighted at the front and heavily weighted at the back. And only maybe a one or two people in the middle, but the dream scenario is everybody's contributing in the same way and everybody's adding value. So I think there's, I mean, the, the gamification is especially with software is great for the interactions. Mm -hmm. You may want to consider doing something around that in person. I like that. So where, you know, Hey, like you could even do something simple. Like, Hey, at the end, tell me the three people that add the most value mm -hmm. to this meeting. Right. And then give that person feedback. You give them a prize. You could do something like that. But a lot of people, I, I'm not this guy. I'm not really um, motivated by attaboys. Uh, so I struggle with that because I, I was I was in corporate America and I never did the gold star thing. I didn't do well with that. I didn't care. It didn't matter to me. Um, but some people love that. Yeah. And so I find if you could find some type of recognition that really matches up with the people, but everybody likes to be recognized. Exactly. Even if it's not, you know, super important. And then the next meeting, you could be like, hey, number three person was Devin Butler. Yeah. Number two, Rob Green. And number one, bam. And you could just call them up on stage or something like yeah, that. Yeah, no, that's cool. Just to give them some recognition, right? I like that a lot, especially because like we have a great platform with the networking events we do every month to to recognize our inner circle members. Oh, you where do. There's 300 people in the okay. room, and that's like a a big recognition point. So I I, lo I love that idea. And the second we get off this podcast, <laughs> I'm bringing that to my team. So I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's always you know we've done this now. I've done uh, we've done this for six years three a year. So we've had like 18 events and uh, all over the world. And I, we've, we've iterated and changed in different presentations. Do you have any of the inner circle uh, members bring, do they present at all? So we, we haven't to this point, like okay. we've, we've oftentimes brought in outside speakers as okay. far as like Joe and Cole and like these different people that we have come on to speak and educate our community. But 
with that being said, that's something that we're also talking about integrating is because as of the last like two months, we've had like a lot of really big time entrepreneurs join who have built and exited some really big time companies. So we want to make it a lot more peer to peer where our yep. members and our community is actually the one like teaching and sharing the things that they know with other members. So that's something we're like in the process of implementing right now. I think that's a great idea. I mean, what we found by doing that is not only do people share more, but they become invested in the mm. success of their peers, right? So I've, uh, some of these friends I've had now in the mastermind for six years, I mean, I know their business like in and out. I know their financials. I mean, I, we, I went with two of them to Amazon last week for a meeting. I know, so I'll see ideas. Mm -hmm. One of the uh, women has a uh, home goods company. And I'll be like, hey, have you seen this idea? You should borrow this idea or model yeah. and create a product around this. So we all become kind of invested in it. One of the guys got a, has a, uh, a pickleball brand up and coming like high end pickleball paddles like a few of the professionals play with his, his oh paddle <laughs> is uh it's carbon is the brand crbn okay. okay and so they're a couple hundred dollar they're really nice i i play i don't play much but when i do i play with his and they're in he's uh you know different i'm like oh hey what about this you need a you know maybe a, a pickleball uh machine mm -hmm. battery operated you could bring out there and hit throw pickleballs yeah. at me right so it's fun to see that and we kind of all invest in each other a little mm -hmm. bit more but it's because we've built that up because when you, sh my experience, when you share with somebody else and you give them an idea, one, you want to see them win. Mm -hmm. And two, if you give that, if that person gives feedback, Hey, Rob, I took that idea. I ran with it. And then this was my result. You're more likely to get that person to give more feedback. Exactly. Cause you know, as experience wise, nobody wants to give feedback and then they go, Oh, I forgot to do that. Exactly. Oh, why am I wasting my breath? I don't want to help you. So next time we talk, you better have implemented some of these ideas. Yep. I want to hear how they go. And I want to see how it works. I got you. I want to see how it works because, I, and I truly believe like there are so many things we can focus on. It's, oh, even with a team, it's always a challenge. Yeah. To, where do we spend our time and energy? Uh, we do another, here's an, I'm going to give you a bunch of recommendations today, but another one, we do a board of directors. And so sometimes, generally speaking, each person has to do a board of directors meeting, uh, presentation, which is about them. And what their current state of their business is, challenges, things are going well. And then everybody else gives feedback to that person. Hey, maybe you should consider doing this. Have you thought about this? Or I think that's a terrible idea. Or I think that's a, ter a great idea. So we all give feedback to the person for free. If it's a board of directors, it's amazing, right? Then the other side is they have to give value to us. So each person has to deliver value-oriented, preferably like a standard operating procedure, an SOP or something like that, so that they can take it and either and give it to their team, hopefully, so their team can implement it. Right. So that's how we structure it. I like that. But um, and I know there's a couple other, you know, different groups out there, EO and Vistage and some of these other guys do like Tiger 21. They do like defending their portfolio. So they'll, they'll share their portfolio of investments and then they have to kind of defend it. Okay. Other people are like, hey, why are you so heavily weighted in cash or equities or whatever it might be? So I think what that does is it fosters that you, you get in the habit of doing it. Right. Yeah. You get in the habit of sharing, adding value. And then you're like, OK, this person. Wow. This person really helped me. Right. And I think that if you do that or do more of that, I should say, not that you're not doing it already, but more of that, you'll, the cumulative value will skyrocket mm. of that group. And I know from my experience that a lot of people, it's like, this is the one group they go to. Like, this is really the main group I'm in is, is the mastermind because, like, that's the one I would not give up. It's the last one I would ever have to give up. And I don't really like traveling that much anymore except for fun. But for business, I try not to travel much. That's the last group I would give up. So it really creates that prioritization for your group. And because, the again, the cumulative value is so large. Yeah. 
So it might be something to consider. That's no, that's amazing. I, I appreciate you sharing that. And I think like to your point, I think it really just helps with retention and people wanting yeah. to stay a part of the community and plugged in because they're contributing. They're like providing results and supporting other members in the group, which is like very fulfilling, especially once you've reached that next level in business. Like I've noticed a lot of those people want to help and like, yeah. and you know, give back. So I really, I really like, it. I didn't know I was going to get all these great ideas to come back to my team with. <laughs> well, it, it puts a little fear in people. Like yeah. nobody, anybody that's successful mm-hmm. doesn't want to look bad. Right. And so I, I've had, you know, some people in the group call me like the week before and like, Hey man, I got to present. I don't know what I should present on. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk all the time. What do you think I've done last? I can't remember what I did. What have I done in the last quarter mm-hmm. or last four months that I could add value to the group. Right. And so it puts a little bit of fear when you start presenting because you're like, oh, I, 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 I want to be respected. I want to add value to the group. I want to participate, right? And then you also weed out some of the people who don't. Mm-hmm. Some of the people who are like, ah, and they'll just mail it in, right? And you're like, okay, well, maybe this isn't the right fit for you. And, you know, we want to grow. And it, you know, only as, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And the number one thing we've learned is we got to protect the culture. Like we can't have people that just don't, you know, they mail it in. They don't show up. They don't. They, they miss meetings. They, they don't present well. I mean, that, that kind of stuff. They don't care enough. Mm-hmm. And if I've got to care more than you do about it, then we got a problem. And so I think that's some things that I've learned that you might be, have some experience with that might want to try out some different ideas on how to bring that home. For sure. Well, I'm trying them all. All right. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Where do you see Arizona entrepreneurs going next? I mean, so you've got, I mean, honestly, it's really impressive what you built so far, especially being that, having that many inner circle uh, mastermind members. How many, you know, where do you want to take this? What do you see the next couple of years? Yeah. So really the, to start, like the reason I started is because it's like what I needed myself. So I was new to Arizona trying to start in my first business, had no clue what I was doing. And, and I went to a lot of different communities out here, try to get plugged into different communities. And I, one, I saw like a lot of the transactional conversations and, and just talking to people that were just trying to sell me a product or service. And what I was really looking for was like authentic relationships, friendships with other people who were building companies. And so as far as like the the next step and like where where I want to take this, like I want Arizona entrepreneurs, whether it's like the young version of Devin, who's just getting started off in his entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey or someone who has scaled to, scaled a really big business to where you can get plugged into the community and immediately mm-hmm. get value and get resources and connections with people that you want to be around. So that's the main thing is really positioning Arizona entrepreneurs as the hub for business owners in the state of Arizona. Um, I, I, there's like a couple other organizations that come to the top of mind when you go to a new state and you want to get plugged into the business community. So I really want to continue to elevate our brand authority within the state and, and bring some amazing people together. But the interesting thing, and this is something that I haven't like shared a ton publicly, but the interesting thing is like doing these events for the past three years, there's been a lot of people who have like flown into our events, especially like our, our conference, our summit that we do once a year, um, people that fly in from other states and, it's happened probably 15 to 20 times without me even putting any attention towards it. But this is like what my vision is and what I want as a next step. But a lot of people are like, Devin, I have never seen like a community like what you're doing here in Arizona in where I live in this state. And I want to start what you're doing there. Like where, how, how do I do it? So whether it's chapters, whether it's franchising, whether it's licensing, like I don't know the exact model and what that's going to look like, but I'm feeling very called to like, duplicate this model elsewhere and help people to build exactly what we built here in different regions. So that's going to be the the next step after we get everything, you know, finished with, you know, building our team, the systems, automations, like everything in a place to where I can start to focus on that next, that next chapter within growing and scaling this nationally. That's going to be the, the next move. 
I love it. I love okay. it. I think there's there's definitely a need for this. There, there's no question in my mind. Everybody that I know can benefit from something like this where they've got other people to bounce ideas off of. And, and really a lot of it comes down like curation. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, you know, a buddy of mine just messaged me earlier today. He's like, hey, what was that software you were talking about? Here's the software you should check out. It's for TikTok shops. Get in there, test it out, try it out. This is the one. I've already looked at 10 of them. This is the one you want to use, right? Yep. Just that simplification exactly. and that curation and even like trusted vendors. Hey, I've got, you know, 10 people use this CPA. Yes. 10 people use this lawyer. I mean, you all start up. We all learn. We all learn the same things. Mm-hmm. And if you can streamline that and save time and get a better result, I mean, it's just beneficial for everybody. So I really respect and appreciate what you're doing. I appreciate that, man. I, I totally agree with that. Like the the human connection component and being able to have people in your corner who are also building businesses. But like it, it, it all comes down to that, whether it's a vendor or, you know, a, a business challenge you're going through. I think mm-hmm. that's the main one to where it's like, okay, I cannot figure out how to, um, you know, figure out this these Facebook ads. What do I yeah. do? And then you talk to someone in the group who runs a Facebook ads agency or whatever. Like, there's just so many different challenges in your businesses that could be solved by being around the right people and being in the room with people who have solved that problem already in their own company. What would you recommend to someone who does live in another state and they can't find something like Arizona Entrepreneurs locally? What would you tell that person? Start it. That's what I'd say too, man. Because that's what I did. Because I, I, yeah, because I couldn't really find that out here, honestly. And and I don't say this in a bad way, but a lot of the organizations and events and like stuff that I would go to out here, like I was by far the youngest person in the room by probably mm-hmm. a couple decades. And so uh, that that's as far as like having a need in the market here. There was. It just seemed like there wasn't like a very fresh, innovative organization for the entrepreneurship community. A lot of it was like stale and boring and transactional. That was the the differentiation that I noticed. So, so yeah, you got to go and start it. I love it. I think that's the way <laughs> to go, hit me, buddy. Hit me up and I'll help you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Where can people find you? I should um, reach out to you. Yeah, Instagram, I would say, is probably the best. So it's my personal is Devin Ray Butler and Arizona Entrepreneurs is just Arizona Entrepreneurs spelled out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. I look forward to hearing afterwards. Maybe we'll have you back on after you implement some of these ideas. For sure, for sure. And see what happens, help you Put speed up the test. growth a little bit. Yeah. I, I'd like to come to an event. It'd be fun. Yeah. Come to an event and see how it goes. For sure. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming, buddy. Of course, man. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Visit I'mTheOne.com and ask me anything. And as always, stay curious and never stop becoming the one.